Hello everyone, this is Grace Asagra from Quantum Nurse, out of the rabbit hole from stress to bliss. This podcast provides holistic methods to help dementia caregivers live a rewarding life. In this podcast, we challenge you to intentionally co-create the successful outcomes of your journeys so together we can experience optimum health peace, and happiness that manifests love, gratitude, respect, and empowerment in our daily lives. Welcome again to this podcast. I welcome Irene Christopher. She's our special guest today, and we're lucky to have her, and she's going to talk on the five keys to obtain premier health made easy and sustainable for limitless health potential. Welcome, Irene. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Um, so as we mentioned in the last uh, episode that we're not doctors, so uh, this is not to be construed as medical advice. Um, so the five keys to great health, I'm going to uh, tell you what all of them are, and then we'll go back over them. Okay, so the first one, key one is to achieve an alkaline body pH. The second one, key two, is hormone support. The third one is to detoxify your body. Uh, number four is to address immune-specific conditions. And five is adaptogenic support. So you may ask, um, why is one you know, different than the others? Uh, the first one, to achieve an alkaline body pH. Uh, the idea of balancing your pH comes from many other disciplines, macrobiotic, um, different kinds of uh, schools of thought. And the reason that's number one is because there's a whole host of things that will balance automatically if you balance your pH. So uh, the other thing is that you want to assure that you have uh, certain systems that if they're not um, you know, online, what would happen is you'd have to take so many more nutrients than the rest of this protocol. So what we do is we work on the alkaline pH. You want it to be 6.5 to 7.0. On a daily basis, you would test your first morning urine and you use the litmus, litmus papers um, to do that. What you do is you tear off a two inch strip and run it in the stream of your first morning urine and then compare it to the chart on the side of the dispenser and it will tell you. So if it's in the yellow range, you know that you're too acid. If it's in the blue range, you know you're too alkaline. So how do those conditions happen? Well, a lot of it has to do with diet. So one of the other things we talk about is diet. If you're living on the standard American diet, basically, uh, you know, sad, uh, we're talking about white flour, white sugar, um, you know, bad oils, cooked food, uh, food cooked at over 212 degrees, these are the things that would set your body into a situation where you wouldn't have the proper balance. But generally, it refers to mineralization. So what does that mean? If you don't get enough minerals from your food, you're definitely going to be too acid. If you eat too much sugar, you're definitely going to be too acid. If you eat too much meat, you're going to be too acid. So those are the things that would set off the pH balance in the acid range, almost guaranteed. So the things that we do is we, um, you know, we eat food that will balance this first before we take any supplements. 
the first one would be greens. So uh, we balance our body with raw greens and you can take them in capsules, you can take them in juices, or you can take them, you know, just ground up in the blender. I recommend that people eat two cups of raw vegetables and two cups of cooked vegetables at a minimum every day. That doesn't include the starchy sweet vegetables. A lot of people, you know, in my day drank carrot juice until they turned orange. Um, not a good thing. If you turn an orange, it means you're not absorbing the carotene um, and it's coming out through your skin. The skin is one of the largest organs of detoxification. But if you change the pH of the juice, if you put a little lemon in it or a little grapefruit, you will absorb that. And most people don't know that um, carrots are one of the highest natural sources of calcium that there is. So that's a good way to you know, take in your carrots, especially if you're going to juice them. The other thing um, is the, uh, the vegetables that would help the most you know, are the green leafy vegetables, except spinach. Um, raw spinach actually has oxalic acid in it, which is bad for you and bad for your pH. What it does is it leaches the calcium out of your bones. But you can have spinach as long as you put lemon on it. And if you have cooked spinach, you would also put lemon on it. Um, so I'm not saying not to eat spinach, but just to prepare it in a certain way. But all of the other greens, you know, kale, chard, um, broccoli, um, you know, one of my big uh, go-tos is parsley. Parsley has a huge amount of vitamin A in it, which works for the immune system. It also works as a kidney and liver cleanser. So food is what the ancients used to heal themselves first. So if you eat a balanced diet of greens, then you don't have to go from being sick to heal because you're already in the range where you're going to heal most things on your own. So that's what I have to say about the um, alkaline pH. You can read a lot about this. So, um, you know, I didn't get my knowledge uh, from going to school. I got it from working with people and from studying. And uh, the macrobiotics make a big deal out of this. So if you want to go to their philosophy, there's some great books. Healing with Whole Foods is the one that I use primarily by a man named Paul Pitchford. Um, but we uh, also, you know, we learned this at Dr. Marshall's classes that pH was key. That is, it is the first one for a reason. And as I said, it's because once you're in pH balance, it will fix a whole host of other things. So the next one is hormone support. And when we talk about hormone support in terms of nutrition, there are some foods that will help. Uh, you know, the thing about the um, hormones is that, you know, they are kind of, you know, the driving force in our systems. And unfortunately, when they put this one second, they don't tell you right away that if your hormones are out of balance, but you have an infection, you can't do the hormone support right away. So that's the other thing. The next one is to detoxify your body. So when we talk about detoxifying your body, we're talking about uh, the body burden, you know, the things that make your organs work harder and so that they don't get enough of what they need. Uh, the main um, organ of detoxification is, of course, the liver. And the liver has 80 known functions. So if you give it something else to do, it's not going to be able to do one of the functions it's supposed to do. So if you have liver impairment, you know, your skin is going to suffer. Your immune system is going to suffer. Um, you know, the thing that most people want from a healthy diet is energy. So if you have a poor liver, you're not going to get, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not going to get the energy that you need from taking anything. 
And what does the liver require? <clears throat> the liver requires vitamin C, and um, that's the big one for the liver. Uh, we use turmeric a lot for the liver as well, an ancient Ayurvedic herb. So when we say uh, to identify the um, undesirable body uh, burden and to begin the appropriate detoxification protocols, what are we talking about? We're talking about identifying them and then eliminating them. So the way that we identify them is we use what we call QRA, which is quantum reflex analysis. And that's a system of muscle testing where we would put two fingers on the organ or gland, you know, the thyroid, the heart, the liver, and then we would muscle test the other hand. So that's what a QRA practitioner does is they muscle test the organs and glands to see which ones need support. And, um, you know, we can repolarize the body's biofield and eliminated uh, stored emotional um, embeds as well because uh, many of the healers that I've studied with, they say that emotions are 50% of the healing. So what I like to say is that I think of the universe as a combination lock. You know, we've got the three numbers, the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual. And if you line those numbers up, the lock will open. But, you know, if you're blocked emotionally, you have a big resentment against somebody that's going to get stored in your physical body as well as your emotional body. And, you know, you're not going to be able to get over that without assistance. So some people can do that with their spiritual path. Obviously, you know, we've seen that. We've heard stories of that. Um, but if you don't have that and you don't do therapy, we have a system called emotional repolarization technique where we put a vial of rare earth and salt on GB20, which is the top of the skull. And that controls all of the acupuncture meridians. So if you keep that up there for 30 seconds and you say the positive affirmation, like for example, we would start with a simple one of, now I can love myself. So if you don't pass that, if you can't keep your fingers tight, you know, um, that's a no. So what do we do about that? We find out why you can't love yourself. We go further into your history. And some things you don't even have to say out loud. You could just, you know, repeat in your mind and we would test you and we'd say, that's it. But the affirmations, basically you would say them for 30 days and uh, you would get this vial of rare earths and salts. We call it a QC vial and uh, put that on the top of your head while you say these affirmations. And I've been through all of them, you know, now it's okay to be healthy, now it's okay to be wealthy, you know, now it's okay to love and forgive myself, all of those. There are, I think, um, 10 of them uh, that we use. And uh, sometimes it takes a long time, you know, like let's say you have a resentment against a family member, so you would say, now I can love and forgive so-and-so. And you may have more than one of those, so that would take you 30 days each time. But it's well worth it. I mean, I had an experience I'll share with you briefly. I had a young woman come to me from the fashion business, so uh, very well put together. I'm very interested in maintaining a certain body weight because, you know, it's not acceptable um, in her industry. And uh, she had symptoms that nobody could explain. So we put her on a protocol. We discovered that she had a parasitic infestation. And, um, you know, I put her on the supplements and she, you know, went away and was taking the supplements. And two weeks later, she got worse. So I had her come back because she's slim. We call that a Vata body type in the Ayurvedic system. And uh, I did the emotional affirmations with her. 
And I also called my mentor, Dr. Marshall, and I said, what's going on? And he said, well, sometimes the emotions are deep enough that when they start to get well, this will come up and say, no, you can't go there. You can't get better. You know, you have to stay stuck in this thing. And um, you, you, Grace and myself, we have a lot of experience with this now. We've even seen and heard other uh, quantum practitioners share their experience from the podium about how powerful this was for them. So I won't go into other people's stories, but um, eventually uh, this woman was able to recover um, and she can eat three meals a day uh, without fear of gaining weight. And she doesn't wake up in the middle of the night anymore. And she um, stays on a decent protocol at all times because she really believes in this. As a matter of fact, she just put in, in an order the other day. So the emotions are a big deal. And, um, you know, if you can't get to them right away, you can always uh, take the supplements and rebalance the other stuff as long as it doesn't block you from taking your supplements and taking care of yourself. And then the next thing that we talk about is um, uh, the biofield. So we talk about it in the sense of it being um, encoded. So what does that mean? That means if I walk through the scanner at the post office, that the scanner puts an EMF field on my organs and glands, and that's not going to go away by itself. So what do I do about that? Well, you can carry certain rocks with you. We use hematite as one of the iron-based ores. You can keep that in your bag or your pocket. Um, nowadays, we're using um, special pendants that are um, to balance the EMFs. And then in my life, you know, because I'm sensitive, um, what I do is I balance all of the energetics around the home. You know, I have a cell phone protector. I have things on my computers. I have rocks outside my house. I have rocks in my house. I have rocks in my bag. You know, I carry these things with me because, you know, when I'm on the bus, there might be 15 people around me talking on their cell phones and all of those EMFs are going through me. You know, I have a client in um, uh, upstate New York who is so sensitive that when they came out with all this Wi-Fi stuff, she had to use uh, like lead foil to put on some of these things. And, um, you know, uh, the way it affects you is very differently person to person, depending on what body type you are, your age, um, and, uh, you know, your uh, immune health. So that's, you know, an important thing. Um, we have some new rocks called Pyrogran, and um, I've remediated a couple of people's uh, brownstones in Brooklyn. You know, we went to South Jersey. Grace was there. We did uh, this fellow's home down there. And, um, you know, the idea is that not only do you want to have optimum health, but you want every family member to have optimum health. You want, you know, the earth and the plants and all of the things in your environment to be, you know, top notch, because this is some of the places that we get our energy. You know, if you go stand on the earth, you get a vibration from the earth because it's one of the you know biggest magnets and um you know that helps restore the body's biofield as well so some of the detox that we do are with ancient mud therapy um you know you put the uh mud on the outside so it's not an internal detox it's an exogenous detox and that can take some of these things out of your system like let's say that you've had radiation on your thyroid or you've had a lot of um x-rays in your mouth you know you want to use these clays to detox that energy um, so that the supplements can work better and so that you can live more freely you know without these things affecting you 24 7 and then um, 
key four is to address the immune specific concerns. So some things we would let go uh, with the first visit where we wouldn't uh, do the um, immune specific right away. It depends on what the person's situation is. Uh, generally, I get people that come to me that are um, already past the point of dealing with their immune system. So I kind of do that first. Um, you know, uh, if somebody comes to me and they're very ill, um, I often start with the diet and see how far we get um, and then put the immune specific in there and see, you know, what would balance them. I have a fellow that came to me from another discipline. He follows Gary Null that I've mentioned. He has a radio show and he's been on the good food for a long time and he started to have unusual symptoms. And now with the quarantine, I'm seeing a few people that I've seen before. You know, I trust they'll follow instructions with the masks and the gloves and stuff. And uh, I saw him yesterday and it turns out that he's got an infection in his small intestine, which is causing him to have more mucus than he would normally have. So, um, you know, with the food and the supplements, a little bit of detoxification because he's going to have to detox from the waste products from this, you know, um, infection. Um, you know, uh, he was good to go. I put him on a little bit of immune specific support, some mushrooms. We use a lot of mushrooms, which are food. Um, and everything in the Dr. Marshall roster or Premier Research Lab is food based. There are only a few things that are made in a lab, but generally we use fish oil, you know, a um, few animal products like fish oil and colostrum. But generally, we use herbs and supplements um, to help the body heal. And then adaptogenic support. So adaptogens are kind of like a hormone precursor. And the reason that that's last is because if we haven't cleaned up the other areas of the body, then you know, give you ginseng for your uh, kidneys is actually going to make you worse because you're going to push that organ to do something that it's not in balance enough to do. I went over this with Dr. Marshall a lot because a lot of practitioners, you know, they want that pop, they want that energy, you know, they want to be able to feel, you know, what you would feel from a cup of coffee. And that's not how we do things. You know, if your body is moving slow and you don't feel well, we don't push. You know, um, that's how people get chronically ill is because they push. Um, you know, there's a coffee store in every corner. So obviously the great American, uh, you know, fix for energy. Um, and that will eventually fry your adrenals. So the adrenals are one of the first organs that we look at in terms of adaptogenic support. Um, the other big one is, of course, the brain, because if your brain's not working, you can't think clearly in the, um, you know, subject matter that we're covering here for the caregivers and for the dementia patients, the brain is a huge issue. So the electromagnetic fields would be one of the things that I would fix first. Um, you know, the rocks and the uh, remediation for the, um, the energies that are coming in from other people's homes as well, cell towers, all that. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, you know, I make a big deal out of the cleansers and, uh, sorry, are you still there? Okay. I make a big deal out of the environmental chemicals, like no Clorox, you know, filters on the water so that there's no fluoride. Um, these are things that are really crucial for the brain health. And, um, you know, then we give the brain support, uh, you know, the Max B is a liquid. It's very easy to get into the client. You just, you know, 
put a dropper full on the counter and swig it yourself over the course of the day. Green tea is another one. Um, these are adaptogenics, but one of the big ones is rhodiola. So there are many, many uh, disciplines that are using rhodiola to boost the system so that you can exercise more, so that you can have you know uh, longer strides with less stress. And I find that rhodiola works even with people you know with uh, cancer. Um, without disturbing any of the other systems. So you could try the adaptogen. The other thing I mentioned was mushrooms. So um, we use cordyceps. That's the thing that we use to balance the adrenals. And we use an oil from blue-green algae that's called DHA. DHA is also in fish oil, but if a person is a vegetarian or if they're impaired in their digestion, um, the DHA is great because it balances the kidneys and you know, like the liver, the kidney is the second organ of detoxification. So if your body is jammed up with toxins from any infection or, you know, from medication or those things, you want your cardiovascular health to be top notch. And, you know, the cardiovascular tree includes the kidneys. Um, most people don't think of that that way. But if you know anybody that's on dialysis, you know that, you know, they're going through you know, many, many treatments to get the kidneys to stay clean and to filter the blood. So that's a big deal. So as we go back over the uh, keys to five, the five keys to great health, uh, the alkaline pH. So we're going to start with the greens and, you know, some mild things like the fish oil, um, you know, uh, that is also an anti-infective as well as it supports the liver and the kidneys and the brain. So it's nice to take a supplement that's going to take care of three organs instead of just one because it saves you money and um, it's like one-stop shopping. And then if somebody needs hormonal support, we have a cream made from wild yam. So it's a vegetarian product uh, for the ladies. And then um, for the gentlemen, we have deer antler. Um, that's the other place you know, where we would start uh, with the hormones if they haven't done the rest of the, you know, the steps. And then, uh, you know, to detoxify the body, we work on uh, making sure the body's not getting more toxins in first. So as I said, clean up the environment, um, clean up the foods, clean up the cleansers, you know, everything in my house that I can have organic is organic. The sheets and towels, my clothes, the cleansers, my hair and skincare, all of that, you know, is organically grown. So I'm not adding more toxins to, you know, the, the mix and, um, we use clay, we use clay a lot on the outside, but we can also take some clay internally. And if you go to the dentist and you have work done, we can use clay inside your mouth because it's safe. You know, um, we also support the body with things like a very um, unique vitamin E, uh, which is for the cardiovascular. We again use garlic and cayenne and hawthorn. Uh, we use turmeric and these are in products that you can get from Premier that are um, fermented for you, so better absorption. Um, we also take a lot of hydrochloric acid because uh, anyone over 40 uh, doesn't have enough because you use it up when you eat cooked food. So um, the standard American diet is mostly cooked food. And the other thing we want you to change is how much raw food you eat because once you cook something, you change the chemistry. And in some cases, that's a good thing. You know, there are some things that you want to boil to get the nutrients out of them, like specific herbs. But in terms of food, that's not the case. If you're sick and you're too thin, um, you know, we suggest that you have, um, you know, 40 to 60% raw. But if you're healthy and you're ready to change, 
we would say two of your meals should be raw and one of them cooked, if at all. I have a book here that came from a plant-based uh, organization of bodybuilders that only eat vegetarian stuff to show you that it's a myth that vegetarians can't be strong, you know. Um, and then, uh, you know, with the immune specific, I mentioned mushrooms. We use mushrooms for adaptogenic, but we also use them for stamina in other areas to support the adrenals. Um, reishi is one of the mushrooms that we use specifically for the liver. In China, reishi is actually worth more than gold, you know, by weight. So, um, you know, um, very positive outcome from using reishi. The other one that we use um, is Coriolis, which its common name is turkey tail, and that's an anti-infective. So if you have strep or you have, you know, chronic strep, especially um, zinc and Coriolis will knock it out in 30 days, no antibiotics. And I have proof of that from a doctor um, for one of my patients. The same thing with an ulcer. If you're stressed out and it affects your digestion, um, you can't go straight to fixing that. You have to work on that, you know, um, with uh, some herbs to calm your stomach down and rebalance it. And it doesn't just rebalance your stomach in terms of healing the ulcer. The other thing it does is it rebalances the meridian. So the acupuncture meridian to the stomach is often connected to your brain. And the other thing that we do with the adaptogens is that, you know, uh, we inspire the brain in a different way. Like, let's say your nerve endings are fried in your brain. Um, B vitamins are the first solution to that, but we also use phosphatidylserine and phosphatidylcholine uh, to heal the endings of the nerves in the brain. And that would also follow through, you know, to any other anxiety issues, you would start with the brain. And, uh, you know, the adaptogen, which I mentioned, rhodiola and the mushroom cordyceps are the things that we use for the brain. And, um, you know, brain health is one of the most important things in terms of dementia. So uh, some people believe that it has to do with the heavy metal overload. And in order to detox the body from those heavy metals, especially if somebody is elderly, it's, you know, gentle, gentle, gentle. It wasn't, you know, made like that in a day. It's not going to go away overnight. So, you know, you can expect maybe 30 days, 60 days, 90 days to work on that. Um, I've had some people that were in their 80s that um, it took me a year. I've had some people that have had surgery, um, it, sometimes depending on what kind of surgery, in this case it's spine surgery, it's going to take him a year to be back to full health. But, you know, in six weeks he was walking, he wasn't able to walk before this. So, um, you know, it depends on what the issue is. And as I said, we're not doctors, so we use the doctors for their diagnostics, we use them for their experience. Um, with surgery and, uh, you know, the tools like x-rays and things like that that we don't use, um, you know, when the need arises. But choose your battles wisely, you know, like don't pick a fight with, you know, the medical profession because we need them and they need us. Um, I was going to say that, no. I'm sorry, I was going to say that about that yeah. medical profession. I was going to ask you, do you collaborate with them because you're, you're in New York City well, then there's all those, you know, famous integrative physicians and other things. Yeah, I've used them myself as well. I mean, I had an integrative cardiologist, um, you know, and we tried nutrition to fix it. Um, it turned out I had an infection from a dental issue. 
Um, so we use the natural things to heal the infection. And then I use the cardiologist for other things, you know, to monitor my heartbeat and all that stuff. So, you know, I work with them personally. I also work with them with other uh, clients. You know, I have a fellow that's on blood pressure meds and wants to come off. So, you know, we've had phone conferences with his doctor to, you know, lower or change the medication. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, you asked me last time, like, about failure. I don't really think of anything that I do as a failure because it's always a learning experience. And, um, you know, I didn't get this knowledge by sitting in the dark by myself. You know, I have to be out there. I have to be working. I have to see different types of people. You know, and I'm not adverse to sending them to other healers if I feel like they have, you know, more tools in their kit than I do, or if they have more time than I do, because this can be labor intensive, especially if you're taking somebody from really ill health to maximum health, you know, um, you have to spend a lot of time coaching them. And uh, generally, I uh, ask for them to have somebody that comes by their house and makes their food. Um, if you're too ill to take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to do this. So the whole idea of the caregivers is that the caregiver needs to stay healthy in order to, you know, give care to this patient, you know, the loved one in your life that is suffering. They may not even know they're suffering if they have dementia that's that, you know, far along. However, you know it, you know, you know that the person that cares for them has to be generous and has to be giving on a level that most people don't do anymore. You know, I mean, you know, occasionally I've had uh, people in my life that have died in the hospital and I wasn't necessarily their care partner, but I was in attendance because I cared for them. And, uh, you know, I saw the way they were taken care of in the hospital and it was really awful in some cases, you know. I don't have any trouble standing up for myself. Um, you know, so I would just get the nursing staff in there and I'd say, you're not doing this, you're not doing this, you're not doing this. And I'll, I'll do that with a caregiver as well. You know, if they're going to sit around and talk on their cell phone, they're not going to be helpful, you know? Yeah, I mean, so what happens, like, if, what happens when you, there's a caregiver who wants to work with you and then you lay out all these plans on the, mm -hmm. you know, and there's a resistance to maybe one or two. How do you go about it? Well, it depends. It depends if the... Uh, the client is, um, you know, aware because I usually go through the, you know, the client, if it's dementia or, if, you know, it's a post-op, if they are able to speak for themselves, I talk to them and then I have them speak to the caregiver. You know, I, I do a, an enormous amount of, uh, you know, work on this in the beginning. Like, for example, I send an email of the protocol and I have them print it out and put it on the inside of the kitchen cabinet. You know, I send an email with all the instructions on how to clean, how to clean the foods, how to clean the apartment, how to do the laundry, how to take care of this person's body. And I suggest that they start to use those things on themselves. You know, I have somebody that has a caregiver that's excellent. She does a great job with the cleaning and a great job with the food and a great job of, you know, cleaning the body, but she won't take any of the stuff herself yet. You know, I did get her to do some castor oil um, a bit on something that was painful for her. So, you know, does she believe in it? Kind of halfway. And in my life, half measures avail us nothing. So, you know, you have to get them to a place where they're going to 
you know, turn. They're going to turn more towards this than they are away from it, or they won't last. You know, I had a client in Brooklyn whose um, wife had an electrical problem in her brain. It wasn't a stroke. There was no bleed, but the electricity in her brain was shutting her systems down. And, uh, you know, she wasn't confined to a wheelchair. She could walk if you helped her and she could speak in sentences if you asked her a direct question. When I got out there, I mean, the kitchen was just horrendous, you know, and, um, you know, they took care of her in terms of changing her and stuff. But, you know, I said, it's, it's got to get better, you know, and they balked and they said, you know, that she had 24 hour care. So there was more than one. And uh, they said, you know, like, this is not in our job description. And I said, you bet it is because I've done this. You know, I've worked as a caregiver and, you know, applied to work as a caregiver for the state of New York. That didn't work out because that client was far away and uh, they found somebody, a family member that was more useful. But, you know, in the interview for the job, you know, you go out to the home and you see what's required and you see if they have what it takes to do this. Because, like I said, the mud packs are messy, you know make the food every day it's unusual you know to get the organic food and go shopping all the time you know to wash things the way that they need to be washed so you know uh, Dr. Marshall taught us uh, to tell whether somebody has the ability to comply mm -hmm. and if they don't have the ability to comply you don't stay because you're you know um, limiting yourself in the way that you could be helping another person you know, if you're trying to drag somebody kicking and screaming to do this, there's somebody else that needs you more. So you just let go, you know. And interestingly enough, I've had people come back after, you know, I say to them, try it your way. You know, see what you get. You know, if you don't get any results, my phone's still working. You know, I'm not proud of, um, you know, like uh, asking for that kind of control because I understand the level of uh, commitment that this takes. So it's not just my commitment, it's your commitment as well, you know, and we have to match on that level. We have to match. So for you, Irene, what's one personal habit that made you, you know, successfully healthy and, you know, other than being healthy, you're successful in your career? happy, fulfilled, and you give so much actually and share to us. And so what one habit can you share? Well, the big one is, of course, generosity. Um, you know, uh, I can't take credit for that. That came with the suit. You know, um, I'm naturally generous. And, uh, you know, um, I go down to my local health food store to shop and I used to work there. I used to sell vitamins. And, you know, I just talk to people in the aisles, you know, I muscle test people for food while they're shopping. You know, I don't ask for anything for that, um, except for them to, you know, uh, open their eyes, you know, to what's really going on, you know, to what, you know, is going on in our world with the glycophosphate and the GMOs and all that, you know, you can't avoid taking a look at that if you want to be healthy. And it also requires, you know, the other uh, habit that I have is I'm disciplined. And I get that from my spiritual path. You know, the uh, prayer and meditation twice a day allows me to let go and become part or member of, you know, the universal forces, whatever you want to call them, you know, whatever your spiritual path is. 
that support me in this because it allows me to let go of the ego, um, of which I have a lot, I'm sure you can tell. Uh, but, you know, uh, the benefit of that is that I'm not shy. You know, I don't have any trouble speaking. And, um, you know, I have a confidence that comes with this that has to do with that discipline and that, uh, you know, generosity. So it's like I said, the combination lock of the universe. If you practice and you practice these things in a balanced way, you, you will get that balance. Does it mean that I don't get angry? No, I just don't get too angry. You know, that's the issue. I mean, I'm a, I'm a human, so I have natural emotions. But that also means that, you know, I get the gifts that come with this. You know, when I get to see somebody who, you know, can get out of a wheelchair or somebody that, you know, comes back with vibrant health. I mean, these are the things that Dr. Marshall uh, set in motion for me after I'd studied many other disciplines for many years. And these keys really do unlock the door. So that's why we call them the five keys to great health. You know, if you can be consistent and the discipline, you know, does come in handy for that. You know, it's like I take my stuff before I talk to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I like I like that uh, term that you use, the combination luck. It's a yeah. really good analogy. And yeah. the mind, the emotions, and yeah. this is mental. This, oh no, you said the mind, the mental, yeah. the emotions, and, and, and physical. Mental, physical, and spiritual, if you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, like if we think negative thoughts, that's going to affect our body. You know, if we don't have support for change, you know, we're not going to be able to do it alone. I mean, some people can. Some people have that. That's not what I've noticed in the general population, however. And then also I see things change. Like, you know, one of the fellows that I follow in terms of his blog is Dr. Jack Cruz. He's a neurosurgeon. He's famous for losing 180 pounds with ice, um, which is a whole nother discipline the, uh, called thermogenics that I support. Um, I use it every day myself. Um, but the thing is that, uh, you know, he talks about the, the blue light from the computers, you know, the cell phones, the EMFs from all of that. And because he's a neurosurgeon, he says that in the 40 years that he's been practicing, the last 20 years, he's seen things get so much worse so fast, and he attributed it to bad fats and EMFs. So these kids that are eating fast food and talking on their cell phones, you know, uh, nonstop, you know, it's like, how are they going to get a shot, you know? How are they going to get to where they need to go, you know, without some guidance, without some experience, without some support? And we model that. We don't just talk at people, especially young people. You know, they want to see that you can do something that they can't do. So, you know, as you get older, if you keep in tip-top shape and you can give that kind of guidance, that's great. You know, but as I said, we teach by example. And, um, you know, uh, some of the other disciplines that I've followed, as I said, the macrobiotic is a big one. Orthomolecular nutrition works in a crisis. Like I've seen a lot of people with this COVID thing get better with vitamin C, you know, but we don't use that kind of vitamin C. We use a natural form. And, uh, you know, the stuff that's made in a lab, it does have a purpose. You know, it's just that we generally don't, you know, uh, recommend that because eventually it will knock down the DNA of the cell. So when we study, we study all of this you know, science that goes with this, you know, the um, mitochondrial DNA was actually 
what formed us, and it's based on bacteria and viruses. So that's already in the soup when we were formed. So it's a question of, you know, these things getting out of hand because our immune systems aren't strong enough because we haven't got the appropriate nutrients, you know, to combat these imbalances. They say if you have enough zinc in your body, they can actually put a swab of strep right in your throat and you won't get it. And that's on the Mayo Clinic website. I'm not making that up. Yeah. You there's one thing that um, you mentioned earlier about um, greens. Uh, some people who are taking some medications, they will say, oh, my doctor said I should not take greens. Mm -hmm. They're specifically referring to kale, which is a natural blood thinner. So you can do without the kale. You know, I suggest people do uh, lettuce. You put lettuce in the blender with water and parsley. You know, you put some cayenne and garlic in there, a couple of other vegetables, you know, that you might like, asparagus, um, you know, peppers, all kinds of things if you can, you know, handle them. And uh, you can, as I said, make them savory, you know, with ginger and cayenne and garlic, um, or you can make them sweet with a little bit of beet and uh, green apple, you know, if that's what it'll take to get them down. But, you know, just leave out the kale if you're on blood thinners and blood pressure meds. Okay. There are a lot of that you can replace those with. Like I personally um, take uh, willow bark, not something that Dr. Marshall has anymore in his roster, but we used to. We used to have it in the inflammicide, and so it's a natural anti-inflammatory, and it works in most cases instead of aspirin or Motrin or, you know, um, any of the other, uh, you know, Oxycontin painkillers, you know, that and ice work just as well. For yourself, Irene, are you in any prescribed meds? No. No. I take thyroid. I take thyroid from an animal. Um, you know, so it's a glandular. And uh, Dr. Marshall used to refer to that, you know, as a necessary evil if that's what it takes to get your thyroid to keep working. Um, you know, I, I don't take very much of it. I get um, uh, my blood work done a few times a year. You know, so that if I can lower the dose or get off it, I, I actually have gotten off it a few times because, you know, I don't like to take anything. Okay. Thank you so much, Irene. Um, for, I didn't get a chance to introduce you earlier just because we know that we, we just did the first one and we did the second one. But for those who didn't get a chance to hear the first one, I would like to introduce you and say a little bit of your bio. Okay. okay. Sure. So, well, and so I have today Irene Christopher. She is a certified QRA master practitioner living in New York City. Growing up as the youngest in a large family, she was known to be different in many ways. Asthma, bronchitis, strep infections, surgeries was common. In 1967, Ms. Christopher was enrolled in the San Francisco Art Institute and her introduction to a different way began. The exposure to food without chemicals, herbal medicine, acupuncture, yoga, chakras, bioenergetic medicine, sacred geometry, and crystal healing began. This changed the playing field. Infections were no longer the norm. In 1970, after her second daughter was born, she moved to Portland, Oregon, and opened King Harvest Natural Foods. The goal was feed all with good food. 
Miss Christopher raised her two girls on natural foods, eliminating many of the medicines generally taken by the common man. She studied the works of Jethro Claus, Carlton Fredericks, Native American herbalist, Seventh-day Adventist, and orthomolecular nutrition, learning and seeing which combinations to apply. With a juice bar based on the work of Mark Gerson, Max Gerson, Norwalk, and grinding room to prepare fresh flour and grain, customers were given the best quality ingredients to feed themselves. Raw dairy brought in daily from the organic farm where cows were grass-fed as the only way, not special as it is today. The store was a place for people to gather and share information. It was part of a collective wholesale endeavor to bring bulk down from Canada and up from California. In 1995, Ms. Christopher was introduced to Dr. Bob Marshall and his partner, Dr. Linda Forbes, through her mentor, Dr. David Cohen. Linda, this exciting dynamic philosophy using life source nutrition, the body's acupuncture meridians, plasma energy fields, and ancient healing mud therapy became proof that the cell communicates by light. Quantum reflex analysis is a discipline to discover where the body's biofield is blocked and can be restored. Irene has a master certification in these techniques. She has a body scan 2010, an FDA approved biofeedback machine to assess organs, glands, infections, and toxicity. So her practice is on the Upper West Side of New York and she teaches quantum reflex analysis to premier practitioners. At the end of this episode, um, below the description, I'm going to make sure, Irene, that I put your information. Thank and you. I'll put again, I print our disclaimer because this is no excuse for anyone to seek their medical advice. Mm -hmm. Consider that in combination with their medical help, they should look around because there's just so much help out there that people just don't know. Right, Irene? Yes. Yeah. Do you find New York City as a good place where people seek for alternative health? Not really. I mean, you know, if you think of the numbers, you know, how many people are here and how many people look for alternatives, it's rare. Um, you know, but I'm just one person, you know, and if I try and find practitioners for other people, I realize that everybody else is, you know, kind of overwhelmed with the numbers that they have already. So it's fine. I mean, I think that everybody should learn how to do this. You know, I really believe in, you know, away with all secrets. I don't think that, you know, anything that's useful to, you know, humans in terms of their health or their healing or even a happy life should be, you know, like, kept under the rug at all. I think it should be brought out into the light of day and let people make their choices. Thank you, Irene. And because for me, you're my mentor, you're my role model, you're my inspiration. And I'm hoping and praying that more people will get to know you because we just need so much help, you know, yeah. the best help possible. So I thank you also for the listeners and for the audience. And I hope you get something out of this episode because we really want to build a community where everyone knows how to take care of themselves and welcome um, welcome 
treatments, modalities, or just perspective that's a little bit different from what you used to hear and what you used to do. So that when we do something different, then we experience something different. And who knows, it may be the outcome that we all deserve. Yes. And at the end of the show, again, let me share with you the affirmation. And Irene was saying about the emotional repolarization technique, and it is one of them. And you can have your quantum cards and shuffle it every day, early morning, after you do your QCI and or use your um, the castor oil with essential oils. Take a deep breath and repeat your quantum affirmation three times and three times a day and see how that goes. Irene sa even says that it has to maybe 21 to 30 days. But again, it's all in your experiment. Who knows? We are its own best teacher in the end. It says, go with a natural flow. I choose to be organized, efficient, capable, and productive. My work day flows easily and seamlessly. My records are organized and easy to find. I choose to be organized, efficient, capable, and productive. My work day flows easily and seamlessly. My records are organized and easy to find. I choose to be organized, efficient, capable, and productive. My workday flows easily and seamlessly. My records are organized and easy to find. Any more one last few words, Irene, before we say goodbye? Keep the faith. Thank you, everyone. And don't let anything or anyone take the joy out of your life. In my language, I say mabalos. Thank you. Mabalos. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Irene, and thank you to all the listeners. We will have um, one more episode with Irene in the future, so stay tuned. It will be another awesome episode. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, too. Ciao. Ciao. Mm -hmm.